my friends, this is Lisa Herland. I have been obsessed with all things DIY and home decor related most of my life. And I truly believe change starts at home. That is why I started my home decor account on Instagram and grew it from 132 followers to over 50,000 in a year. Over the last two years, my home decor hobby has transformed into a full-time business. On this podcast, I will be interviewing your favorite influencers, teaching you tips on growing your social media accounts, and most importantly, we're here to have fun. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee or wine, it's time to get social. Hi everyone, and thank you for joining on today's episode. I have the amazing Karina Mikkel with Amikasa Instagram, right? Yay! That's correct. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Great. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm like butterflies in my stomach, so excited. Uh, well, you know, we've been friends on Instagram for a while, and I just, I love, I love your attitude. I love your personality. I love your stories. You're one I always have turned, tuned into because you're always doing something fun, and just you're so real and honest, so... Same with you, Lisa. I love my morning routine. Um, sometimes you're behind me because you guys are, but you're an early bird. So by the time I wake up, yeah, Lisa's stories are up. And I love when you take us along in the mornings with coffee and all your lovely little animals. I love it. <laughs> farm, right? I told Steve, like, if we ever had a farm, it'd be, it'd be so much trouble. We I love have- it. We have less animals now than we've ever had. Like I had three kids, four dogs, three cats, guinea pig, a, hand, a hamster, bearded dragon, and fish at one point. I wish I would have been along that ride. <laughs> I can only imagine. I'm like, I'll take anybody's animal. Uh, I'm like, uh, <laughs> that's kind of me. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of me. I'm always people are always telling me, please stop adopting animals, and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your Instagram and yes. how you decided to start it and and why. I started it in the summer of 2017. Okay. Um, Instagram was kind of new to me by then. It was mostly just, I did have a personal page and obviously explore page and everything was different back then. But I did stumble upon a few inspiration pictures from a few accounts and two accounts that I will always give credit to because they sparked that fire where I was like, you know what? This is amazing. This is a great idea. One, of course, was Farah's page, oh, yeah. Inspire Me Home Decor, and her personal also. And then another one was um, House of Key, um, House of Kiana, actually. Key was such an inspiration for me back then um, because her home actually reflected a typical American home, you know, not these grand palaces from I don't know what country, (laughs) but it just reflected, you know, a beautiful home that we, we all love to see. And it kind of pushed me to say, you know what, let's do this, this, this will be fun. So it all went from there. It all went from there. And so, um, so you've had your Instagram three years now then. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's and been then, a learning process since. Right. <laughs> Never ending. <laughs> and so a lot of the DIYs that you've done in your home. So did you start your Instagram in the home you're in now? Correct. Yes. I did start my Instagram in this home. And 
the DIYs started about almost two years ago. Um, And it did spark because of Instagram is this complete, never ending, like update, changing, changing, changing. You know, we're always having to change things out because, I mean, you can only share that same space so many times from all the seven angles that are, you know, the photograph worthy angles. So I knew that I wanted to make some changes at some point, but just for the sake of Instagram, I could not afford, you know, either changing furniture or wall color or whatnot. So it started with, okay, seeing some inspiration pictures and saying, I really want that, but a contractor is going to cost me like having to hire out material, labor, all that stuff. So that curiosity sparked saying, okay, well, let me see what's involved in getting trim done. Yeah. Um, it started with a quote that shocked me. Then I was like, <laughs> okay, uh, let me do a Google search. What are the tools needed? What are the materials needed? And could I do this? Yeah. And as a curious by nature that I am, um, I was like, why not? So one night, that was exactly with my dining room with the trim. It was one night I had already that day purchased some of the materials, but not the power tools because I was terrified um, of using power tools. So all my DIY started with doing it the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I bought the ruler, a level, and started drawing some boxes on the wall. And the next day I was like, okay, now we have the trim, we have the saw, let's get to work. Did I know that that was the harder version? I did not. But after that, it sparked where I wanted to keep going and and do some more because that reward afterwards, after the first box or the first half of the accomplishment felt so amazing. I felt so empowered and I was like, this is it. This, this, I need to keep going. So that's when the tools, more tools started getting purchased and more ideas and just we're going now the infinity, who knows where where my projects will get to. Well, I love all your, all your projects, like your current dining room project. I love how you take everyone along in your stories, you ask questions because also like during quarantine, it's kind of isolating, right? So we don't, we don't get a lot of opportunity to like, you know, ask questions. And I think it's really cool how you incorporate your followers and, you know, with your design and it, 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 I think it really takes them along your journey and your process. And I love doing that. Exactly. I love doing that because, um, I feel like when I was curious and wanting to ask questions or, or find a tutorial that might've helped me back then, I didn't really find one. So, um, when I first started sharing at least snippets of it and I saw how much um, how many questions I would receive and how many inquiries of how did you use that and how did you do that? I figured, okay, I need to at least take a minute from each step and, and at least document it. And having that puzzle to put together where in the end you kind of see the step-by-step. Right. Um, and everyone kind of has their own way of doing things, but that's the way that it worked for me. And I love sharing it. Yeah, and I love watching it. It's very engaging very like oh what is she gonna do today (laughs) I wish I could share more projects every day there's life happens in between too but it's really it definitely is my happy place doing projects has become so therapeutical for me that 
I just, and I enjoy the after effect. That's the reward afterwards. Yeah. Uh, the process, not al it's always a learning uh, process and you never know with DIYs, you never know what could go wrong, but the reward afterwards is amazing. That's fun. Now, do your kids get involved? I see sometimes they're in, they're in your story. Sometimes. Like, eh, what's mom doing today? Right. Sometimes <laughs> there's nothing that really impresses them. I could be on that 20 foot ladder. It's just mom once again doing projects, but. Um, call mom. We need dinner. <laughs> right. For them, it's, it's kind of immune. They're immune to it. But I do hope that at least my, my son, my daughter, both of them, they see it that that you know mom was doing this and um it will spark in that curiosity in them as well to just say um you know mom was doing it i can do this or like it's that it's just gonna come natural to them yeah and i feel like it wasn't oh go ahead no i was saying i feel like it was natural to me also it came natural the curiosity because i did grow up seeing my mom do things um okay. she would wallpaper and paint and do anything that she could do so i i do think that she sparked that so she was a huge inspiration for you she was she definitely was so i'm forever grateful for that and i hope to just pass it along <laughs> so now were you handy with her did you like jump in with her projects at any time or not really that she did it it just like you knew it was just something that you enjoyed doing um, I didn't know I enjoyed doing until I started doing, Okay. <laughs> but I enjoy the fact um, that, first of all, I could save money. Yeah. Um, that's something that sparked in me. The saving part is when I got married and had kids, that whole saving and, you know, preparing for the future is a huge motivation when it comes to attempting all these projects. The idea that I can save probably a couple hundred dollars is, is what gets me going and pushes me to, okay, let's try. Let's see what's, what are we saving if we do it or I do it? And yeah. what it, would it cost if we hire out? And if, obviously, there's lots of things that I might not be brave to attempt. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm no professional. I never claim to be. But um, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that so much. Okay, let's see. You have a budget when you do a project. Do you like... <laughs> I know like a lot of us, it's kind of like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then it becomes like sometimes twice as much as we thought. But do you at least have a budget and try and stick to that? Always. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my budget is usually way, um, I mean, the, the possibilities are endless. Right. But it's always aiming for the smallest expense possible. So okay. it really depends. I already, with trim, I already know how much it's costing me because it's sold by the foot and I kind of like measure out and I already know what the expense is. And that's why in a lot of cases it's been more my go-to because mm -hmm. it seems to be cheaper than, you know, going out, buying art canvases or whatnot, yeah. which we know it can add up. And if you're looking for a bigger size to fill up a big wall or something, you're like, okay, am I going to spend $300 for the art wall or trim out the entire space? And I right. can't <laughs> or something. So yes, my budget is always very strict, probably um, stricter than it should be. But that's kind of like my personal challenge to always do these makeovers for the least amount possible. And if I can, is I always start with selling something. Re I call it recycling money 
by selling something that I no longer like, no longer need, or is not my style anymore, um, and use that money towards um, that refresh or that makeover, and then add something else that I say, okay, that's my splurge item that I wanted in the space. So as someone who wanted to do like a DIY, like you do like a room, they want to trim out the room, I guess you'd say have a budget. Agree. And if you can, yes. <laughs> make yes. it cheaper and then kind of just go for it. Yes. Obviously the first time around for somebody who starts doing DIYs, um, the first time around it, does feel like an investment because let's say you need to purchase a tool or a power tool, a nail gun, um, a saw. So the first time around, um, it does feel like an expense, but overall afterwards, the more you're doing it, the more your budget lowers because you no longer have to make that investment in the tool. So once you break it up in the cost, um, you, it pretty much paid for itself. So it's almost like the first time around, it does feel like as if you're hiring out, yeah. but you get to keep the investment. Yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't walk out the door. <laughs> so, so that's a good win. Do you have be. like a whole area in your garage just full of extra trim and bits and pieces that you can use for parking? I do. Yeah. I do. But it, that, that inventory is kind of, <laughs> it's kind of emptying out because I, anywhere I see a wall, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to add some trim. It's really gotten, it's really gotten overboard. Well, now, you know, honestly, uh, doing our house remodel, you know, I kept my walls bare, but I'm really feeling like it's trim time. And Steve got a nail gun for father's, father's day, his birthday. And I'm like, oh, hmm, maybe we just start in the loft. <laughs> I love it. It's, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. And it's, I know it's kind of a trend that came back. But yeah. it's always been this timeless. Right. For me, it's always been this timeless look and this Parisian feel that I've always dreamed of. Um, so I don't think it's going to go away. So I say go for it. I think we're going to try it. Plus, yeah. what I also love is that it's, I feel like it's an investment in your property, in your home. Um, so that's another thing. When I do all these projects, I know this might not be our forever home for sure but I know it's not going to um, be a waste. Right, you're adding value. Right, and, so and I love all that, those you know, details. As a, as a realtor, you know, you're doing things that add value to your home every day. I love that, from the professional itself. <laughs> yeah, I just buy a lot of home decor. <laughs> and I, I, I could get, I, the temptation is real, Lisa. The temptation <laughs> is so real. But here's how I've dealt with it because I could, I could get overboard too. I just don't go. I literally <laughs> just don't go. And this quarantine has really taught me like, I don't need it. I don't need to go. And I literally have not been, don't get me wrong. I, I'm feeling the itch, Yeah. but I, I have not been in a home goods or Burlington or Ross since this started, like back in March. So uh, it, it might be dangerous when I do go. I <laughs> It was dangerous when I went last week. <laughs> but I'll, I'll have to. Right now, I'm trying to kind of work on the spaces and then fill up the corners with, you know, like add on the, the finishing touches, like home decor. Yeah. I think for a long time, you know, we renovated this house and it was a lot of things we couldn't do. I couldn't install. I mean, I might have been able. I saw, I've seen your video. I probably couldn't install the floor. I just 
It hurt. That I'm was old. a lot, though. I'm old. <laughs> no, that was a lot. He's thrown out his back. And um, the quotes we got included a lot of the demos. So, like, we've spent so much money just getting the house updated. And yeah. then I think being in an apartment for two years, and I always had limited decor. Now I just feel like I keep adding because now I have three living rooms, whereas before I had one, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and But quarantine has taught me how can I move things around more? How can I repurpose? What can right. I spray paint today? Right. And, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I can spray paint anything. <laughs> I love that too. Because, and that, that's another thing, you know, it's like, it's always that reward, like, okay, I just took this old thing, mm-hmm. spray painted it, or even sold it, or whatever, yeah. repurposed it, and made something else out of it. Like, that whole makeover, per se, um, I don't know what to call it, uh, effect is the just The design made. process. Yeah, well, the design right. process, being able to be creative and repurposing something or upcycling yeah. something, yeah. yes. I love a good upcycle and I see so many good things on Instagram. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? It is. There is, there is the, the possibilities are endless and I love it. Um, How can I do that? But a little different. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm the small DIYer. Let me stick a sticker on it. But no, you know, you never know where it goes because how I said, I didn't just start doing trim. There was smaller DIYs in between, like, I don't know, changing a doorknob or you know, yeah. stuff like that. And then it just, that confidence builds up. So that's why I always recommend start small. It could be painting your walls. Mm-hmm. It could be hanging a curtain rod or mm-hmm. installing a picture frame or a heavy mirror, you know, yeah. even something like a heavy mirror where you learn, okay, there's studs behind that wall and maybe that's the easiest way. So let me find studs or special anchors and don't be afraid to always, you know, go to Home Depot and those guys on the aisles or Lowe's and just ask them. There's, there's some knowledgeable men out there that will teach you, okay, you want to use this or you don't want to use that. So I've gotten many looks many times where they're like, uh, you're going to try to do that? Yes, sir. And they're like, okay. Um, and that's what I love about your page is you're teaching women of all ages that they can be self-sufficient. And I love that. I, I want to continue motivate women doing that because not to, not to say we don't need men. Absolutely not. I love my husband. I could not live without him, <laughs> but to just feel that empowerment that there's really nothing that stops us from doing what we set our mind to. It could be lifting heavy stuff. It could be installing something or doing your own old change. Why not? Well, there's tons of like, like my daughter is young and you know, they live in an apartment and they hang up their own curtain rod and you know, like little things like that. Like they're trying to decorate and just doing all those little things and not having to call her dad over or doing this or that, you know, learning things. Your page inspires a lot of that. I agree. And, and, and the empowerment only like that first project sparks that that fire that from that point on you're always going to be curious and say i'm just gonna try it yeah i can hang the shelf myself i don't need to wait you know exactly yeah exactly. i love that i love that um okay let's talk about your businesses so we know that you help clients in your area so talk a I little do. bit about that how i do i was I was so fortunate to have um, clients open up their doors and give me the opportunity to uh, redecorate their homes. Um, Rather, it was small things with just arranging furniture 
or doing more major transformations, adding trim, reinstalling chandeliers, which is what I offer when I do um, work on my design projects with local clients. So that helped me, um, how I said, I don't claim to be a designer, more of like a self-taught decorator. And I love the fact that um, it gave them the makeover and the style that they were looking to have in their space right. um, and me the opportunity to build up my portfolio and share more inspiration and have more content for my page also. Yeah. And you can just take on clients as, as you have time or time allows. Yes. 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 I like to um, really dedicate myself when I'm working with one, maybe two clients at a time. I am all involved in it. So I, I really don't, don't have much availability always because I'm only, you know, one project could last, could take six to eight to 12 weeks, all depends. Yeah. So, um, but I love dedicating myself to, to the makeover. And then at Christmas, you do, you do so many Christmas trees, right? The most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> Which I love it. Starting with, right? Because all the Christmas pictures on Instagram, I'm like, I haven't even thought about it yet. <laughs> right? Christmas in July. Um, yes. And then around Christmas, I offer um, a holiday packet, which is basically decorating your home for Christmas. Um, I either offer and bring the decor also, or I um, just work with what the client has and maybe add on some items that I know are required to give you that full effect of having that wow Christmas tree. So I, I Christmas is my favorite time. And it's kind of like, uh, some clients call me the Christmas tree lady. <laughs> and I love sprinkling that, that holiday cheer <laughs> where I just come in the house and then the family arrives back home and they're like, wow, you know, that Christmas magic. When I was growing up, we had someone that would come decorate our house for Christmas also. Her name is Carrie. And uh, she'd spend a couple days. And literally when wow. she left, the house was transformed. And it was just amazing. I love it. And it is. That was part of my, I think, I talk about this in my first podcast, part of my design journey, like watching her year after year. Yeah. Because you know, my mom, I, I love her. She's super crafty in different ways, but home and other things, that wasn't her thing. So she hired people, which was great. And I would sit and watch as a child. And right. I think that's really what inspired me. And so every year once I had my own house and was able to decorate it myself, and just keep adding on and adding on, you know, and right, now, right. now with Instagram, I get to share that with other people, which is awesome. Exactly. And it's, it's these things that, you know, kind of um, create memories for us. Yeah. Um, seeing these processes happen that, um, you know, sparks that curiosity that it just goes from there. You never know where it could be, you know, a business where you, somebody just does Christmas trees or design projects or e-designs. And, and I love that. The creative part is, is amazing. Yeah. Me too. I love the, I love the creative part. And, you know, sometimes the business part gets me like so way down, but you know, like I need, I think that's why I, I always tell everybody I, I do my content a month out because I need to have time to have downtime to be creative for the next month. I, I so admire you how, how planned, uh, like how you can plan things, how organized you are, because for me is opposite. It's completely the opposite. It's more impulse. Guess what? 
we're doing a makeover today. <laughs> now, it does involve a little prior um, budgeting and yeah, thinking yeah. about it, but I'm very impulsive, yeah. which I don't even know how I'm holding up with this Instagram page because I'm not organized at all. It's very random stuff happening. <laughs> I think I think I just I'm a type A personality and I, I will I won't sleep. That's what happens. <laughs> if I don't amazing. I don't write it down and plan it out, then all those thoughts just stay in my head. And so I think that's just how I do it. And that's amazing because this is what being planned out, being organized like that, you know, that's why you have all these social media platforms and the blog and how I said I would love to think about share having a blog or YouTube but I know it involves a lot of work a lot of um, organizing work and editing and everything and I admire anybody who has a YouTube or a blog my, my, all the respect because I know it involves a lot of work it's the YouTubers for me I just think I you know I could, I could create these little minute clips right mm -hmm. But right. having that whole YouTube and the thing and the, right. that's a lot. I agree. That's just I agree. Like I, I have a YouTube and I, I just throw my stuff up there. I like, I don't put a lot of work into it. Kind of like, 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 let's talk about TikTok, right? So yes. your TikTok exploded because of all your, your amazing building and stuff. And people love seeing that. I was, I was very surprised with TikTok. Um, I think I started, uh, this whole TikTok trend, I know it started uh, around the quarantine, but I actually, I think it was around Thanksgiving mm -hmm. um, when I would see a bunch of TikToks and what this is. So I just posted one video on there. I think it was the um, uh, Mudroom project that I had. And again, even there, it's a different platform. You're learning how to edit, how to post the music, whatnot. So it was very amateurish but i i posted it and it kind of blew up and um i was like okay <laughs> tiktok is showing more love than instagram yeah. these days so let's keep going and i i i think choosing a niche um is what uh, grew my following on there drastically because i only show these videos that you know are obviously not created in a minute it's a weeks long process but they're all clip it, clips and um it shows the before and the after and the process in between and i guess people love it because it 60 it seconds and it took you like you know <laughs> weeks days. that's right but um yeah i I, I really do like the algorithm i kind of do like the algorithm on tiktok because it is kind of more um authentic or just immediate yeah um, not as planned out and hard to reach um you can see a variety of, of things on your for you page you can see things that have millions of views or hundreds or yeah. tens and you never know it's based on exactly it's based on what the user actually likes so yeah um, and my tiktok's all over the place one day i'm doing a singing lip sync thing and the next day i'm doing a a styling more TikTok, I think started for me was just once again in quarantine, and it was just funny. Like I just, it is. I just get on there and I laugh. It's hilarious. And, I love it, and, and we learn so much on TikTok. I learned it's so like, much. I went to IKEA and bought like ten things that I saw on TikTok. <laughs> it's it's like a new Google engine where you know. Did you know you're supposed to put the cup out of the um, 
laundry detergent into the dryer. I did not know that. Or, you know, into the washer. Here I have this cup that's all gunked up with <laughs> detergent. <laughs> um, it's amazing all the things you learn on there. Um, I really hope that Instagram is kind of going to switch it up a little bit and, um, and make it more authentic on there and less hard to reach your audience. <laughs> I know, I know. We can hope. We can I'll hope. still do it though, you know. But um, yeah, Instagram's a whole other beast. It's always constantly evolving, and we're always constantly learning. And I agree. Ever have to ever having to change. And I think that leads into my next question. What would be your best tips for someone who is starting a, a brand new Instagram page? Someone who's who's seeing your page, they see what you do. And what would be some good advice for the newer Instagrammer? Because I know you, like me, we get questions and DMs all the time. I can't grow my following. What should I be doing? So what are just like a, a couple good tips for them? My number one thing that I would recommend, and that's a mistake I made right when I started, is stick to your through, true authentic self as far as style, um, design, everything. If having a all black room with no pops of color, very moody. If that is your style, stick to it. If you like bright open spaces, uh, glam pieces, stick to it. And only, I know our style evolves over time, but when I personally started my Instagram, I somehow fell into, because it was what we were seeing, what I was seeing, which was more of like a, a rustic farmhouse uh, trend, I, I felt like, okay, that's the only thing because I was trying to please the crowd. Right. Um, I was, that's the, that's what I was offering on my page, but I truly was not happy with it. I still, I always had more of the glammy, uh, shiny, luxurious pieces um, preference. So it was almost a year into it where I, I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing here? I don't like how my corner looks or my house looks so that's when I started uh, I felt like the more I got used to it and more um, I felt comfortable with my audience I, I I switched it around I got rid of the pieces I went to what my heart desired neutral simple um, glam pieces which evolved into a more of a rustic glam uh, mm -hmm. look um, but as we as I kept pushing through I realized I personally don't enjoy when things are forced. Yeah. If my page felt forced or I felt like, okay, I have to post every day or I have to post every other yeah. day. I know our audience likes um, uh, consistency and everything, but I feel like they also uh, appreciate the authenticity and feeling that behind that square or behind that story, it's a real person. Right. Some days it goes great, some days... <laughs> It does not. And yeah, some days you just need a break. Exactly. Exactly. So um, that would be my thing. Don't make it feel like a business. Don't make it feel like work. I know after a while, once the page grows, it does turn into kind of a, a business and you do have deadlines and you do have collaborations and contracts and all of that but don't let that feel it don't let that make it into oh i have to post so let me just throw something out there just because i have to post because um i feel like they're gonna notice when the authenticity and it's not 
pleasant to you. And a lot of people get burned out. Um, don't, I, I would say, we do get frustrated and all the algorithm and all of that, it does take a toll on you sometimes, mm -hmm. but it not only takes a toll on you, it takes a toll on your creativity. Right. So in order to not let that affect you, because again, it's supposed to be fun and creative, um, take the break you need. Um, if it's a share real life glimpse, people appreciate that because we are all human. We are all having messy homes, clean homes, um, we're all in quarantine all, all going through <laughs> the same battles my battle might be different than yours today but in yeah. the end through life we all go through the same struggles and you sticking true to yourself to your style to your passion your creativity is what is truly appreciated those are great tips and that, I just want to say thank you so much for being on my podcast it. And I was so excited for today's interview because you're one of my favorites. I love it. You are one of my Scorpio sisters. So you know, yes, you know how yes. we, <laughs> you know how we connect. We get each other. So please tell everyone where they can find you. They can find me on at Mikasa is my page. Um, on TikTok, I go under the same name. And uh, so far, I don't have any other social media outlets because I get burned out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not organized yet. I know one day maybe I will venture out just how I started TikTok. Maybe I will um, jump into the YouTube world, but for now, it's scaring me. Um, and, you know, just join along the crazy ride. Um, cautious on the stories. Some days you... <laughs> You find a DIY, some days you find kids arguing and dogs barking, but that's okay. That's, that's life. That's life. And that's, I think the best part about stories is that's life. And it is. I think people get to see the real you. So it is. And I love the real you. So thank you again. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. Well, um, I can't wait for your episode to air and, um, I will talk to you soon on Instagram. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Is it just me or did that episode go by really fast? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you want more, head over to lisaherlanddesigns.com for show notes. Also, don't forget to follow me at Lisa Herlin on Instagram for decor and design inspiration and at Social with Lisa for upcoming guest information, Instagram tips, and so much more. Please hit that subscribe button and I would so appreciate a review on today's episode. Until next week, my friends, stay social.